Welcome to the Don't Die podcast, sponsored by Aloe Treatment Centers. They're out in Malibu. They're in Silver Lake. It's a treatment center I started with some friends. We want you to get the right treatment, the right program for you, and stop dying. Don't die, Chuck. Stop, no, stop dying, not don't stop. die. He just told me <laughs> yeah. don't die. I'm just doing what the producer Stop dying, Chuck. Stop dying. The second, you, the second we Didn't get Didn't he up, just <laughs> say don't die? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what I'm told. Oh man! Dying, Chuck. (laughs) Okay, I I I tried to die this week, but apparently I couldn't get the COVID. Did you get sick? Yeah, I I thought I had COVID two weeks ago. Yeah, I was bad sick. Everybody was. Jared, uh, my partner at Aloe with Evan, he was sick. We all thought we had COVID. We all got tested. We didn't have COVID. So then, who knows what it is? Yeah, fuck. No, tell you something. If you want to know about COVID. So Elvis's best buddy had it. So now he has the antibodies. So he's the one kid that's over here all the time, can play. They were on the trampoline today with squirting each other with the water hoses. And and uh, he spent the night a couple times this week. Once we're all clear of this, once we have like whatever it's called, herd immunity where you've had it. Yeah. And... And even if the antibodies, like, you know, your cynics will say, oh, but we don't know if you hold on to the antibodies. Even if you don't, your T cells will remember the virus. Right. So you might get it we again, hope. but it won't yeah. be as bad and taking, you know, and everybody's a doctor these days. Right. The, the fact is, uh, we have to get to the other side of this. I mean, everybody acts like we're just going to live on this side of, this, of it forever. No, no. Everybody's going to have it. Uh, that's the truth of it the people that you know what i mean majority of people are gonna or or half the people are gonna get it right the the idea that the vaccine's the whole answer i i I don't think so and that was that was my other thought because as soon as i got my my negative result uh, one of my people i work with sent me this long text about how just because you got a negative doesn't mean it's negative yeah, you know, can just, you can have, and it's just like you know what? Please, please don't. Just let me enjoy my negative test, and we're just going to move forward. Just yeah, let me enjoy it. Yeah, just stop being negative. <laughs> it's, it's the, but it really is something that's such a joy to see them today with this. With you know, we're like white trash with a little bit of money. So we got a fancy trampoline that you guys have seen that Frenchie set up. Yeah. But we do we don't have a pool, so we just have hoses with squirters on them. And they were out there the 104 and they're squirting up in the air onto the trampoline. It was like white trash summer. But I realized mm. that's the summer that we had last year and the year before that is these free not having to worry about things. And this kid having you know having the antibodies makes our world seem kind of normal because we're in this bubble not seeing anybody elvis isn't seeing any of his friends he hasn't seen he hasn't physically seen his friends since march i don't know about bug and the girls but he hasn't seen any of his friends physically since march that's a long time when you're nine years old 
That's yeah. a long yeah. time. That's a lifetime. Man. Yeah, it, it's a bummer. It's 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 hard enough for us, and we understand. Yeah, I don't it, care you know? about the adults. They can all fucking shuffle off, as far as I'm concerned. The kids, <laughs> I care all... about. <laughs> wait, 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 they can all shuffle off the buffalo. It's a nice way of saying, you know, <laughs> yeah, nature takes its course. Whatever. Okay. Right. But kids <laughs> don't deserve this. You know, this is why there's this uproar about schools. I don't want my kid going to school until it's safe to go to school, and anybody that's doesn't doesn't care about that just like doesn't care about their kids in my opinion like i understand being torn between not being able to work and put food on the shelf this is america it's Mm. disgusting but um but if you have the choice and you just want your kids to go to school they have a have them out of the house and, and you know that it's not safe that's crazy to me Right. How how old was Elvis's friend that had it? Eight. And was he hospitalized? No. None okay. Of the whole so family got it. The whole family got it. None of them were hospitalized. We we need to get his blood and start drinking it. Oh fucking Jesus! So yeah, that there's not <laughs> enough. There's not enough people apparently donating their plasma. And yeah. also, ironic. There's so much unknowable stuff. That's why to say it's going to disappear or go away, like no, we're going to have to fucking be smart about this and figure it out. No, somebody. Oh, no. Let's bring up a. Let's bring up an interesting thing. Live music. Live music. Um, there might not be live music until 2022. You what if there's not festivals, live music? Sir? For a year and a half. Did you see the picture in the in the UK? They're already having concerts. They have four foot platform, individual platforms for yeah, parties I saw that. of us. No five. way that that there's no way that that concert company is going to stay in business. Uh, you won't listen. Band, well, unless bands are going to take one fifth of the money they're used to taking. Well, one fifth is right a lot now, more than zero. Right now, everybody's just trying to do yeah. Right now, everybody's trying to put band-aids on things, keep people employed, and mm-hmm. keep things moving forward. But the fact is, you know, you're not going to be able to make them, you know, what some of these bands make uh, for a long time, for maybe a long time. And then, how safe does the audience feel? That's the big question mark, right? I think young people feel immortal, and they're going to go immediately. But that's not who goes and sees the Eagles and Fleetwood Mac and pays $500 and $1,500 for VIP packages. Late baby boomers do. So what, what is going to happen? It's interesting to me, right? Yeah. It, it is. Boy, that, that, is a, that is an interesting thing. I mean, when you say they're not going to make one-fifth of what they're used to making, if they really love doing it and people are willing to pay to see it, You'd think they'd do it anyhow, whether it was making them more rich or not. I mean, most of the people that you're talking about have enough money that they don't need to do it to make money. Rolling Stones don't need to tour. Most. Well, yeah, the, the, what I'm saying is the big grossing acts, Bon Jovi, the Rolling Stones, U2, they don't, obviously they don't need to play music right. to feed their families. No, right. they're, they're happy to get that's the, time the only off. reason Metallica. but wait a minute that's the only reason the concert industry exists is because the fans of those bands will pay fifteen hundred dollars to sit in the front row right the clubs and the alex's bars and the, that part of the world is is gonna come back i think really quickly right if they can survive till the time it comes back right the local bars and so. the local bars and stuff like that. But the big concert industry, it's a it's a really interesting thing. Yeah. Like 
you know, if you have diabetes and heart disease and just survived cancer and you love Fleetwood Mac, are you going to go to the forum to see Fleetwood Mac in the summer of 2021? I don't know that you are. <laughs> I guess they get to prove if they're diehard fans or not. <laughs> are they really? <laughs> They'll be dead by then. It's gonna be, It'll be like too long. I mean, they probably only have about a year left on their, you know, their, their lives. <laughs> all the festivals with all the 16-year-olds, those are going to be fine. Baru, Coachella, you know, all those the e, uh, electric daisy carnival. I think that'll all be fine. Mm -hmm. But really, when you look at the top 10 grossing acts every year, it's like Bone Jovi, U2, the Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, um, uh, Roger Waters. That that fan base is in their late 60s and early 70s. <laughs> right. <but laughs> I'm not going to miss them at all. <laughs> I love all those bands. The question is, are those people willing to take their show out to give people relief, too? I mean, because it's really doing a public service at this point. The people that are getting out there and doing stuff, a lot, when you have that kind of money, it's kind of like it's your time to pay back a little. I was a little... I was a little bummed when people wanted me to support their uh, their crew when they've got, you know, they've made millions of dollars. Right. Right. And it's just yeah. like, I don't, ha I don't have the money to help all these people out that, that are out of work. Uh, it's been an interesting time for music, I can tell you that. Let me, let me so play, play devil's advocate about it. Uh, what I'm saying is everybody's been so scared to fear the virus. Right? An eight-year-old okay. boy who had it. He's fine. Yeah. You say that, and liberals will jump all over you and want to murder you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we're eventually going to get it. I, I have lots of friends of mine that have had it. Some of friends of mine swear they've had it, and they still test negative. So then that call, I don't like to be a conspiracist or whatever, but that does call into question testing. See, it doesn't well, yeah. seem like there's there's a really big focus on accurate, hundred percent wonderful testing, because testing has become a political issue. Mask has become a political issue. You know, that's just silly. Yeah, Sturgis and Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach, I heard had a city a city council meeting where they're discussing to mandate no masks. Is that true, Chuck? <laughs> Really? Not, I yeah. don't. You know, as, as the mayor movement. of Huntington Beach. Twitter, it might have been a Twitter movement, but it was a movement. <laughs> no, a I, movement, know, I, I know. In the 21st century, a movement can be three people on Twitter. Let's just in, say Florida, in Florida, I know they've done that. But, 30 followers. Yeah, 30 yeah. followers. <laughs> you, know, you can pretty much find whatever you want. Whatever you're looking for, you're going to find it out there. There's, there's too many people. Too many I'm just people not scared are, of it. I'm not scared of it. Do I, you know? No, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not going to live in fear of it, and that's, well, that's what that friend is saying. Don't worry, it's just because you're negative. Like eventually, we're going to be positive, and when 88 percent of us are going to survive it fine, and another yeah, more, more another, than 88, uh, uh, but 88 are asymptomatic or mild flu-like <laughs> symptoms, <laughs> right? That. Yeah. How about the fact that 40 percent of the people that got it didn't even know they had it? Yeah. How fucking crazy is that? That's fantastic. That gives me hope. 
Well, I just think we all got to get used to it. That we there seems to be this idea that after January first, it's going to go away, or you know, we better says <laughs> it's just going to disappear. No, it's going to be with us for years to come. Why would anybody be listening to Trump about a disease? Why would anybody be listening to their local politicians? Well, they're listening to MSNBC tells you the sky is falling. It's the end of the world forever and ever. You, you know, know what which, I mean? Which has me confused because I know my dad watches Fox. But he has a healthy fear of the virus being an older man who's obese. Because, it's, because he's smart. <laughs> uh, it's just like he must be doing some thinking for himself. Yeah, because actually, he's not, yes. Maybe he's this not is getting it from any one Trumpers, channel. <laughs> yeah, the older Trumpers are breaking free from the brainwashing. Did you hear the latest thing about his showerheads thing? He's like pissed off because the yeah, that's his main focus. Uh, they don't put I, out I, enough I, water. <laughs> I, I still don't care about anything he says. I funny, man. Couldn't, but I mean, I think he's gonna, he might, there's a 50 50 chance we're gonna have him for four more years, and that's why then the virus is gonna be definitely around for four more years. Well, it's working, isn't it? Right. So, it's an interesting uh, now that we've lived with coronavirus for eight months now, I'm just starting to get accepting of it. Like, I'm not scared of it. Okay, I don't, I, I, here's the thing I don't want to get it, but then I know that I have to get it. So, I, I mean, it's crazy. It's kind of like this weird. So you can make it till you, there's a vaccine. You can make it. It's not, you know. But or can the, you? You can't see it. You but can't the efficacy, smell it. Here's an interesting thing that, you know, you're not going to find out any facts unless you read real medical journals or articles or non-biased political stuff. The FDA is saying the efficacy, meaning the the standard of a vaccine that they're going to approve, only needs to work fifty percent of the time. <laughs> that's forty uh, percent. Think about that. Fifty. That's fifty. So they're going to approve any of the eight, twenty, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen vaccines that works on fifty percent of the population. Now, you know, then you got to dig deeper into the weeds, like Chuck's dad, and think, well, what? 50% did this vaccine work on? <laughs> I'm, right? hoping children, that there's, I'm hoping children, there's some white young privilege adults. on this one. <laughs> huh? I'm what? hoping for some white privilege on this one. I'm hoping <laughs> that, that it works on old white guys. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what I'm hoping well, for. Right. You, thank you, Chuck, for saying it because I was a little scared to say it. The fact is, a vaccine that works on children, that's great, and then you reduce the 3% of infection rate that's dangerous right. in children to zero. But the real prime people, the 70, 80-year-old people, the 65-year-old people, the 55 I was thinking and 60-year-old... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to get to yeah. 55 and 60-year-olds with co-occurring disorders. Right? right? comorbidity it's called do you notice how they say that comorbidity and morbidity sounds like mortality it (laughs) it does die (laughs) well isn't it It, because i mean i thought morbidly obese means that it can kill you well morbidity yeah but it's it's but that's based on the word morbid and mortality death so morbid uh, means gross. So I was told, because of, uh, huh? Does morbid mean gross? <laughs> what does it mean? I don't know because I, I don't have my phone to find things out through the oh, world of the internet. Uh, but, I'm looking at it up listen right to me. now. Morbid. I was told in the first couple of weeks that I have this this 
you know, liver disease that I'm a high risk, right? Dr. Drew told me that. Then my main doctor told me that. Morbid and characterized so, by appealing uh, to an abnormal and unhealthy interest in disturbing and unpleasant subjects, especially death and disease. Mor- but Foolish. look up morbidity, huh. morbidity, morbidity, I would think, yeah. Uh, yeah, condition of being diseased. Ah, there you go, Chuck. Ah. You're in the... You've got a lot of diseases, Chuck. You got a lot of them. I know. Uh, only I only need two to qualify. Is there a ten <laughs> yeah. or more club? <laughs> because I want to be in the, the best club. Anyways, <laughs> I want the vaccine that helps for the comorbidity. So that then, if vaccine. you're an a, so then if you're an addict and you have a disease, you are you're characterized as morbidity, <laughs> right? You're very you you're a very morbidity. You have the condition of sickness and disease. So how many diseases do we have? I have cirrhosis of the liver. I'm a recovering hepatitis C person. I have alcoholism. I have nicotine addiction. I have a history of diabetes in my family. So there you go. We haven't I need even the got to the STDs for yet. that guy, that 59-year-old guy, and God knows if they're going to have it. So then the other part of it is, so you get the thing and you survive, hopefully. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but haven't, you, haven't you been able to sit back? I think we've, we've maintained sort of the same pace through this whole thing. I know people that were going to hunker down and not leave their house until it was gone. And that lasted well, that could like be two a or long three weeks. Time. <laughs> right. And, th- and then it's like, I know people that said, you know, fuck it, I'm over it. I'm going out. And then they've, they've come back in. I, it just seems to be that the, the whole slow and steady thing seems to work really well in this. And I, I see a lot of people that wouldn't have survived a, a more difficult time in life. Because oh, for this, sure. this, takes some, this takes some slow and steady, some reasoning, some thinking, some not reacting. And it's like the less time, I know we talk about this all the time, but the less time I spend on social media and the less I interact. Yeah, social so media. Of, can we just, just say that? A, social media is a cesspool waste of time. The, uh, the entire internet, the entire internet is rigged. Here's an interesting thing. Everything that's ever been written about me is kind of wrong, right? <laughs> and, and even the subjective interpretations of my personality, it's very one-dimensional. Like I'm either a wise old sage or I'm an arrogant know-it-all. I'm all those things. Anything <laughs> on the internet, anything on the internet is just somebody's subjective interpretation or outright lie or prejudice. The, everything on the internet is, is, it's all corrupt. It's everything about it. If you Google search plumber, you're getting a call center in Taiwan. If you Google search hotel, you're being sold to the highest bidder. Do people not realize that? That everything on the internet is corrupt and a lie? From QAnon? So so here's the thing. Everybody lives in their echo chambers of what is true. So QAnon is true to the QAnon people. Uh And, and, And that the QAnon people are idiots is true to the MSNBC people. But they believe that Kamala Harris is Kamala Harris is gonna save the world. Like it's all just insanity. Our media is insane. The way that you get information from a corrupt internet where you're sold to the highest bidder is insane. People putting up whatever opinion they want that 
that Kamala Harris was born in Oakland, California. It says it on her birth certificate. The Trump campaign is trying to say she's not an American citizen. And 40% really? of the and 40% <laughs> of the fucking dumbass population is gonna believe that because yeah. they're in that echo chamber. So let's let's think of this. Okay, so if we are moving towards a society that only stays in our house, doesn't go out, and only lives on the internet and gets their information from the internet. It's frightening. Where the fuck are we going? So it's right. So, Here's the, the world, thing. Everybody world. loves Chuck. You'll love this. Everyone loves to say we're living in a post-truth world. I believe we're living in a post-reality world. <laughs> Nothing's going to be real. We're living post-reality. Well, it, it kind of hasn't been uh, for a while. I mean, that's true. Even down to the stuff. I post as a person. It's a captured moment, and it doesn't represent opinion. my. It doesn't represent my whole day either. Like I can take a picture of Bug doing karate, but it doesn't show that we we had a disagreement with each other on the way walking exactly. down there. That's what's it, missing. So there's not there's not whole truths. And I had some downtime, and I watched a really cool. I watched I watched a lot of cool things, but the um, the the big things were. Uh, I started with ska stuff and, and going back to, you know, we were talking about anti-racist things and it was Buster yeah. blood vessel from bad manners in yeah. 2003 saying you have to be anti-racist in order to be uh, a part of this movement. And, and I'm going, how, how did we never hear this before? It seems like all of a sudden my life is stuck in this, Fast forward, reverse, everything's similar. I'm reading books about this and reading books about that. I'm watching about people's lives. And the only thing that makes sense is something that makes no sense to me. And that's Tom Waits' rise from who he was to who he became. That was a very interesting movie. But I hadn't seen it. And that's been around for 10 years. I don't understand any of the musical influence. But it was the only thing that made any sense to me because it brought everything back to this most basic thing a love for music, its source, and how people are influenced and what they feel by it, and how people in a real world have interactions with other human beings, and they it changes who they are, and it causes them to grow. And that's something I don't see at all happening. We don't have interactions in causing growth. If nothing's real, and our lives turn into this thing where it's only this reality on uh, unreal internet... How much do our lives have to be documented? I mean, do our do we have to see Bug going to karate, or is that something that you just share with your well, kids? Here's, well, here's an interesting thing. Did you see what Instagram did this week? No. They took down how many people liked something. I <laughs> believe it'll be the end. It will be the end of Instagram. Oh yeah. If you don't know how many people liked your thing, that's fifty percent of posting the thing. Why post? <laughs> Why? Why post? Did you know that? Did you know that Instagram? Did you know that Instagram did that? They did away with. They're not going to say one thousand two hundred people like this thing. Really? Yeah. They took it off. It's an experiment. I guarantee you, they will put it right back on when people stop logging onto Instagram. There's going to be no gratification for the. There's no gratification. But but I can tell you, Mike. There's probably in this whole world, there's probably 15 or 20 people that are interested in what Bug is doing and that they know him on a real level and they love to see it. And for those 10, 15 people that it's easier than sending 
10, 15 texts or creating an annoying text thread where everybody responds and responds again. That's where Instagram and, and Facebook, I mean, when it gets, when things get above like 20, 30 people, it freaks me out. How long have I been off it now? Like eight months, seven months? I haven't missed lot, it at all. Hey. No, and nothing about it changes. You just get over it. You know what it was like? It was like uh, getting over smoking. It was like, you know, as soon as something Elvis would do something cool or Sid would do something cool, I would go to run to get my phone to take a picture to post it, right? And it's mm-hmm. just like as soon as that, that uh, what's it called, that behavior, that Instant learning, gratification. Yeah, that thing was over. It was just like, whatever. We're just living our lives. And, and I, I, I don't, and I don't really know what I got out of it. I didn't do it in the beginning. And then Evan kind of convinced me to do it. And some other people convinced me to do it. And I liked it. I liked communicating with people, but, but you're not really communicating with people. You're really not. They're sending one sentence of what they think, like spend time with people. You got to argue with them. You got to debate things. I, I was just in this debate earlier that kind of at work that, kind of led to me being late tonight and i apologize but you know you have to think you have to you have to consider the other person's point of view when you're in real life mm-hmm. when you're in a real room with somebody talking about a, a, something you're both passionate about but we mistake this i took a picture of elvis on the trampoline and i posted it and 180 people gave it thumbs up like that's not reality that doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything but this conversation that I had with this guy that went on for an hour at night, that meant something. I learned a lot. I, he made me think differently. Instagram doesn't go. make you think differently. It doesn't make you consider somebody else's feelings. It doesn't. It's just to make money. That's the only reason Instagram, Facebook, any of that shit exists. The people on it are trying to make money off of being on it. And the people who own it are trying to make money to sell you things. I used to say this. When I first got, I first worked at Los Encinas, right? Oh, somebody's calling me. See, you hate that, don't you? I decline it. I decline it. You went away for a minute, man. Oh, my God. Jeff, are you at home? Somebody just called me, and Mike Bart is so pissed that it interrupted I'm the so, quality oh of the podcast. God. You don't even know how this <laughs> You should see. He just sprouted so, horns in a tail. Oh, God. I'm furious. <laughs> I know. But, I, but I, I, I used to say, like, I always wanted a company cell phone. When I was mu- working at Music Cares Map, it was called, uh, they gave me a company cell phone. I thought, look, how great is this? I got a cell phone. Really made it. All it, all it meant was Buddy Arnold could call me, the, uh, the <laughs> guy who ran it, 24 hours a day. What the yep. fuck are you doing? Where are you right now? I love this. You're movie. supposed to be here. Like, you do his voice really good, you know. That's great, it was man. so great. Like you think, like, oh, I've reached a certain place. I have a company cell phone. All it means is you're the slave to the company. You can be yelled at at any time of the day. Right? Yep. You get yelled at. The greatest. I could tell Buddy Arnold stories all. So I, you know, I was kind of pissed once I learned what went on at Map that you know he made a, a pretty good salary, which you know he was entitled to, but it was pretty it was pretty big salary like (laughs) and uh, and so then and we were always kind of we had these budgets for how much we could spend and i just and usually however much demand we had we kind of made it work within the framework and whatever but map got so popular about this third year i was working there probably 2002 
that the demand was more than our budget. And I was having to say no to people or whatever. And I didn't like it. And then I became resentful that Buddy makes so much money and these people and whatever. So I figured out a way that he wouldn't know how much money I was spending every month by carrying things over. So I would tell rehabs, like, I'll pay you for this client in May, if it was like February. And then I would say, <laughs> and then if I had a surplus, I would say, I'm going to pay for this guy for two months of sober living in that month in February. If I had like, you know, $1,800 left, I say, Hey, you know, Liberty house, I'm going to pay you for French. you be in there for, for, for <laughs> May now. And I was spending up to the cap. And at certain points, I was going way over because, you know, I'm not the greatest at math and some months. Would be just <laughs> out of and so I would spend like $25,000 over our cap limit. And he found out about it. And he came to my office. He goes, I wish I could strangle you right now. I wish I could fucking put my hands around you and I could strangle you. I know what you've been fucking doing. I know what you've been fucking doing. Uh, <laughs> and, I was and? Like, and I was like, Oh, you know, and I was like, there was a desk between us, and he's a tiny little man. And he had his hands up towards my and one of them holding dog. He had a little dog, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I go, I just, you know, I'm just trying to do the right thing, but you know, it's kind of skirting around my desk, and he was walking around. <laughs> 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 and, and he goes, you know, I and he, he just started and he walked towards the exit of my door, and he just stood there, and he goes, "You got a good heart, but we have a budget." <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get hard, but we got a fucking budget, right? Uh -huh. And and so I, you know, I still continue to do what I did, but it was funny. That's was hard. Just, That's hard, isn't it? When you hit that thing where it's just like, okay, we can't do. We've already got you know sixteen out of fifty clients are scholarship that, that are scholarship, and there isn't anything we can do because you can you it's can't a horrible write feeling off after, because and, and, and in the 21st century in the old days people understood like the map people you know because a lot of times the map the musicians didn't really want to go to rehab they had some other musician bringing them there and if i said i can't get them into rehab the addict was really happy like oh shit, mm -hmm. okay <laughs> you know right. I mean? guess i'm gonna have to use for a couple more weeks oh damn um, but I just, people understood back then. Nowadays, they don't. I, we can grant, you know, I hate talking about this stuff, but you can, you know, we get, we don't get to 16 point, but we got eight or 10 people almost all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Either paying a little bit or not paying at all, right? And at a certain point, we, me and Evan and Jared just decided we get one a month each, right? Because we got to reel this in. Like, because another thing about scholarships, they're the ones that complain the most too. A lot of times. And, and need more like outside help, like doctor specialists. And then it's just like, and then we need to spend a, send a special driver to take them somewhere yeah, far yeah, out. Yeah, they got to go to the dentist. They got to go to the dentist. You just like, kind dude, of expect that. I said to this one guy, dude, you're homeless, really? Like, what would you do if you were in your real life? You wouldn't be going to the dentist. <laughs> right you know just suck it up buttercup we're here to get you well and they're gonna the put dope. that on your then, grave chuck we'll suck it, suck up, buttercup. it up buttercup but um but so so anyways about this uh this saying no i realize like we say yes so often but when you do say no they go immediately to the internet and start character assassinating oh, me yeah. the rehab like we're just phony and all he cares about is rich celebrities I haven't, I haven't helped a rich celebrity in like two years. Anytime somebody wants to criticize me, all he cares about is celebrities. Like, I don't know any celebrities that 
You know, I, they don't I, need. It's they weird. don't need free. Yeah, they don't need free rehab. They don't need free rehab. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, yeah. right. Not unless they've been doing it right. You got. I got to tell you, <laughs> one of the greatest moments at Music Cares because at Map it was called. So um, always it was other musicians brought people in. It was kind of the rule. Like it wasn't like social workers or bullshit like nowadays, right? It was always another a sober musician bringing a friend in, right? And one day, Steven Adler walked in with a guy from a 70s band that was my all-time favorite band. I can't say it, but Michael probably pick it out pretty quickly. And Steven goes, this is my friend. And he's in, he's in the, I go, this guy needs no introduction, Steven, let me tell you. I go, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Like, I was the biggest fan. I started naming the concerts I'd seen of his band. I was <laughs> like, I saw you at Anaheim Stadium. I saw you at Long Beach Arena. I saw you open for, you know, Ted Nugent at Santa Monica Civic, and I just loved it. And, and he was just, he saw this homeless junkie just come alive. Like, he hadn't been in a band for 25 years. But just somebody knew him and loved his music and respected him. That's the magic that MAP was. Yeah. That was magical, right? I'm just going to say it. It was the guy in Angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought maybe you were I talking about Bill. I thought you were talking answer. about Billy Preston, maybe or something. No, I love fucking Angel. You know that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I you fucking did. love Angel. I have all their albums right here somewhere <laughs> in the tower. I have you know no that? idea who they are, man. There's there is popular as April Wine to me. I have no idea what they do. You know who they are. You know who they are, Mike. See, I'm, Mike is an elitist hipster. You know that, Chuck. Angel is the white wow. version of Kiss. The white they he know, we, white. we've discussed them here. Hey, are they he like the, hey, Bob, do you remember down in Huntington Beach they had that band called the Snowmen that dressed up in all white wigs with white white clothes and they painted their faces? I think white? I do. I remember uh, so many great bands in the 70s. So many great yeah. bands. Angel well, the was so horrible, good. But, huh? The snowmen were horrible, but I'm I, shocked. I wish I still had it. A la carte was good. A la carte was good. A la carte was great. And they haven't, I, I played you that record that they put out just recently, right? And, and they he's put in, a new record out. Well, the drummer, carte? the drummer, the guy that, that painted his eyes and stuff. I don't want to say his yeah. name, but he's in recovery. He's been sober for 30 oh, years. So great. It's awesome. A la carte. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know who's a big we should blues have him on. guitar player him in on. England? You know who's a big blues guitar player in England? Steve Pettit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we talked about Dude, that. Dude, I, I have his him. records. They're fucking great. And he's like total blues he sent guy now. He, he sent me, yeah, total blues. He sent he you? Plays with like, he plays with Mick Taylor. Yeah, he sent me a record. You're kidding me. <laughs> like he heard that No, you it's so cool. <laughs> no, no, no. He wrote a song about when me and I, he and I used to hang out together called My Friend Bob. Oh my God. That's and, amazing. Dude. And he sent it to me. And it's so cool. He followed dude, you. Dude, he's around. the real deal. That's Where great. are those records? You know, God. it's a problem when you really back, have so many records. I'm going to show you the album cover. Yeah. What so good cool. are they, too? Huh? <laughs> what good are they too? You got to put them on. They got to make them go around. You got to have a turntable. Where the yeah. fuck did I put his records? Oh, it's I rearranged my records. Unlimited Amazon and just clicking on a button. I bet it's there yeah. too. 
Where in the hell did I? Hey, did you hear the new X record? It's so good. Yeah, it's good. Is that the produced Alphabet all, Land one? I haven't heard it. It's produced all shiny. Holy shit. Where did all my records go? Oh, no. I think I took a bunch next door. I bought this good. new Bjork record. I haven't listened to it. Let's just look at Bobby's record collection. The Bjork, you know this one, Chuck? <laughs> Is that brand new? Are you? Don't know it. No, it's like an old one. She's uh, having an God. online concert, man. It costs 60 bucks to go to. Who what? is? Who is? Bjork from Iceland. She's going to play an online concert? Yeah, she's going to play an online concert. Here's uh, a punk rock band from before Butthole Surfers, oh, before everybody. Really red. really red. I remember that. They had a song called Teaching You the Fear. And they're the ones that told me about Butthole Surfers. Oh, that's right. Really? Teaching you the... Wait, wait. What is it? Teaching you the fear. Really red from 1981, probably. They were on alternative <laughs> tentacles. Alternative yeah. tentacles, brother. A little bit of jello. I have uh, Pat Travers making magic. One of the great 70s records. Uh, you can put that uh, in the back. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you could make this record nowadays. Do you want to know the chorus of the song, Making Magic, which is the title track and the album making is called magic. Making Magic? It says, she's making magic on my middle stick. Oh, oh you, you could. You can't have, say have, that, have, but we have just you, did. Have, have, you, have you seen? I just read a thing about that song, WAP, W-A-P. WAP? Yeah. What is that? Was how, that about this? how about this? This it, is a band it, called they Black like Russian, Wham? right? No, no, no. Look at this. I can't see Look it. What is it? Look at this band, right? Are you seeing this? Black I see Russian? The no. I That's see Natasha. That's Alan Johannes's ex-wife in the middle. She was in a band in hmm. Russia. It's called right. Black Russian. <laughs> you knocked oh, you you your crashed. phone off. And <laughs> Who's? Uh, yeah. Who's my? I just crashed everything. You crashed. Who's the? Uh, oh, Cardi B's. It's Cardi B's new song, and it's W A P WAP. It's Wet Ass Pussy. Oh the, my is, God! Is the name Chuck, of the you song. You're not supposed to say Chuck, that. You can't say that on the radio. Well, the radio. they've they've just did. They've, I'm gonna leave it in. They they've just and they changed the chorus to Wet and Gushy. To get it played on the radio. Oh, oh my goodness! Well, and it's a crazy so world. You you could do Pat Travers. No, uh, no, yeah, no. but he sings it so fast you don't know what the lyrics are. Oh, but, I, I haven't heard the song. I just read an article about about. But the only things that well, let's get serious here for a second. Why do we <laughs> talk about music? Why do we not talk about drugs? Because drugs are boring to me. Sobriety is difficult. So then I realize what are the things I care about? I care about my kids. I care about my friends. I care about music. I care about sobriety. The rest of the shit is way, way down below those things. Mm -hmm. And so that's why social media just doesn't, social media is not on there. It has nothing to do with those things. It doesn't add to those things. It doesn't provide anything to me. And you have more time to listen to music, be with your family, you know, focus, uh, educate yourself, read, you know what I mean? Instead of chasing this non-reality all day long. I really believe that. I believe more people are going to do it. I believe that I'm just, you know, for some reason, it was just the right time for me to leave that. I entered it like five or six years ago and I've left it now. 
you know, do I know that, you know, we got a record coming out and you got to do like go online and say hello or perform a concert live streaming. Yeah. That's different than 24 hours a day, paying attention to Instagram, using it as a tool to mm-hmm. get information out about the uh, record. That's different. But as far as like the day-to-day postings and I, and I'm, you know, it's interesting when you have an opinion, a strong opinion, it is challenging other people's opinions. You can't say, oh, and it's good for you, whatever. No, I think social media is bad for the country. I think it's bad for families. I think it's bad for children. I think it's bad for all of us. So I can't then say, oh, no, but if you like it, it's good for you. No, you have to, you have to realize <laughs> if something's bad, if heroin is bad, then it's bad for everybody. You know what I mean? If, if, driving, if driving drunk is bad, then it's bad for everybody. I believe social media is the reason why there's so much hatred in this country. I believe social media is almost evil in that it exploits and disillusions and, and redistributes reality. It's not true. Everybody should disconnect from it. Everybody. Mark Zuckerberg is an evil person. Well, he has he's great evil. hair. Huh? He has great hair. He has great, I guess he, he applies great uh, sunscreen, right? <laughs> he, he, has, he, has, he is an, an interesting man. Weird An interesting man. Yeah, he is. I, I find nothing interesting about him. He's just, a, he's just, he's not, not interesting to me. You know who's he's interesting a robot. to me? The guy, you know who's interesting to me? The, the doctors working day and night to find a vaccine for COVID. Right? There's plenty of our friends that are not on any social media. I have like a couple of friends that don't even ever go there. They they don't even own. Any well, I realize I realize the people I talked to the most didn't even ha- ne- had never had social media, and I just thought like you know that's how I was, and somehow I got caught up in this nonsense. You know, like it. it we just we everybody should reconsider it. Yeah. You know, my what kids I mean? are my kids are getting less and less interested in social media. What what social media did is kept you in contact with people you never see. You never see them for a reason, right? That, you know what I mean? Because they're not that close to them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a, I don't know. If you wanted those, Chuck, you're Chuck. If you wanted those people in your life, you drive over to their house once a week and then go out to eat with them. Well, I can't drive. I'm not going to drive across the country or <laughs> go to Texas because I want to see my sister. This guy was online and he was like, you know, and I, and I just said, look, if I never saw you on here, I'd never see you in real life. I'll see you later. And I just did fun. For, you know what I mean? <laughs> I it's the truth, too. It's like, I don't need that crap. And people and and literally somebody was talking to me about an old acquaintance of ours who I literally haven't seen physically in 10 years. I haven't talked to. Other than on on uh, Facebook, uh, I am whatever. Yeah. Um. Probably in twenty years about anything substantial, but just because this person's a big presence on social media, every time I see this mutual friend, hey, you know, so and so was talking about you. Know, like, I yeah, I, I, I like I, you know, life has its natural history. You had this group of friends in nineteen eighty eight. And somehow y'all went different directions and now you're not friends anymore. And Why is good. no one accepting that? <laughs> Why is no one accepting that? Well, you know that that's one of the biggest problems with people, even uh, especially new in sobriety, to let relationships run their natural course. It happens. 
And then you see somebody, you see somebody when you're at an event or when you're somewhere weird and you go, Hey, it's great to see you. Glad you're well. See you later. Don't pretend that you want a phone number. Don't pretend that you want them to come over. Hey, we'll have to get together sometime. No, yeah. how about just, it was good to see you. I'm glad you're doing well. I hope maybe yeah, we'll run into each other. Grudge, some. But, but like, I, I got to be honest with you. Like I've drifted away from my friends that don't have children uh, other than Klinghoffer. Like, I, like I'm not friends with people that don't have kids. I'm not because yeah. so much of my life is dictated by my kids. And here's the thing. I know my friends that don't have kids and don't like kids don't want to hear about my life and my kids. <laughs> I fucking know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they, I mean? They can't add to it. See, you want, you want well, to grow that, and learn and I, add. When, before I had the two new little ones, you know, I was, Elijah was gone out of my house when he was 17. That was in, 2003 right so from 2003 to 2010 i didn't want to hear about your kids either like i can give a fuck i'm done with kids <laughs> right so i know what it's like to like yeah all kids i used to always say this everybody shows you their baby picture all babies look alike like mm. once in a while yeah. one is extremely unattractive but for the most part <laughs> babies look the same <laughs> yeah the only anomaly is an ugly baby <laughs> no, you were going to say the other, you know, like there are one. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's a real cute one. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, they're all, no, they're all, they all look about the same, right? Because <laughs> they all have, you know, most of them have blue eyes that either fade into the parents' eyes. So they all just look the same. Up until they're like two years old, they look the same. They could barely walk. They're kind of stupid. They can't, they can't even fucking talk. Who cares? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's right. what i like about them <laughs> yeah until they can walk until they're not like little bags of sand don't even bother me so now now i'm the exact opposite of that now i'm mr kid guy oh isn't she so cute she looks like every other fucking baby right <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but you become because that's part of i know that most people don't think that we're animals but it is part of this instinctual kind of territorial thing that fathers are to protect and keep the thing and and it's the center of the universe the, right you know it's, what i mean it's our little universe that we've and created so when, right so i don't really think you can be that close with people that aren't into that thing or have had experience with that i just don't i yeah. josh Klingover is the only friend that doesn't have children that i can really talk with and he likes to understand and he wants to relate and he's not bored by it, the conversations about it it's interesting to him, right? Yeah, and he'll probably, but, uh, have, but kids. I he'll know probably have kids. It ain't someday. interesting to a lot of our friends, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not. He'll have he'll when have you think about all our friends. Most of our friends don't have children, Chuck. You know that. Mm, you know what? When I think about it, the people that I hung out with in that that period when you were talking about the people from LA in the mid to late eighties, they don't. Have a lot kids. of them didn't have kids, right? A lot of people in bands didn't have kids. Right. No, even, even the guy that ended up, that was the drummer for Shadowland that ended up with you, Kevin Fitzgerald. Yeah, he doesn't have kids. No, no I mean, and Darren and Brent, they didn't have kids. What about the guys huh? in Angel? What do, you, do you think they got kids now, the guys in Angel? I th I'm going to look it up. As soon as I get <laughs> off the phone, I find out if, if Frank Domino or Barry Brandt or, or Greg Jafia or Punky Meadows have children. I still know Punky. all the members of Angel. Mick Punky Jones Meadows on was, bass. Punky, Punky Meadows, Meadows was in 
Angel? Angel. Yes. Punky Meadows. I don't know that he was in anything else, was he? He's a fucking guitar uh, player of Angel, dude. That's I know. All you need to <laughs> I know that I, I could I could <laughs> die on that. <laughs> oh, but but I really I think that this is a good time. I think I think I think this is making us all think about things that we weren't thinking about. Right? Yeah. yeah. It yeah, just no, it dawned is- on me like, listen, I, we're all going to the whole thing of like, oh, can you believe they won't wear a mask? And I was part of that, like up until even a month ago. And like now I'm like, yeah, I understand. They, they want to get COVID and get it behind them, I guess. I don't know. I'm not them. Oh, so, not, hey, they don't some care people- about old people and blah, blah, whatever. They don't some care. People, some people run down the ocean when they hear there's going to be a tidal wave. There's just no explaining <laughs> human behavior. You, you can be a rat licker or you can be someone who runs down to go see the, the tidal wave or or you can be someone who sits at home like me and watches uh, a thing about, um, what's his name? Um, Roland Howard, the guy that started the birthday party with Nick Cave. So you get to oh, see really? a really young Nick Cave before he had developed into somebody of stature and Cave? prominence. Can we just say well, how great well, and, and and I didn't know who Roland was, but when you, you know, when you get really sick for a couple of days and you think it might be COVID, there's a ton of stuff on Amazon Prime right. to watch. <laughs> They've no, got more me, music stuff than I can shake a stick at. Dude, how well, many people just, are you in You want to know how crazy it is? So you want to know how crazy Five. it is? You're, you're going to love this. So I just love eBay. I just love it. It's like, it's an amazing thing. I think it's one of the great things in life. It's a giant so, flea market. It's fantastic. So you can basically, so I have now probably a collection of, I'm not kidding, probably 60 or 70 masks. I've got every mask. Now. I've got the Lakers, Dodgers, Raiders, Kings, Penguins. I've got a specials first album cover. Ooh. mask i've got a fit of the face of peter grant the manager of led zeppelin mask i've got <laughs> i've got i've got every mask and you... i love wearing them i've got masks I, I there was a mask on this pot like website on ebay of two like 70s girls snorting cocaine off a mirror I've got a mask of that. And I wear it when I, I only wore it one day, and people were looking at it going, Are they doing what I think they're doing? And I go, Yes, they're snorting cocaine. I have to oh look for I have to look for an angel mask to try and get Dude, that. For I gotta you, get bro. an angel mask. An angel oh my mask. god, with the band. An mask. Like, and there's six guys in Angel, it looks like. There's six? I thought there were five. No, there's and it five. looks like they put out an album just last in Yeah, October. they did a couple years ago. They played the whiskey. Listen, Holy in, shit. if you had an angel mask, you could wear it upside down and there it would you still could. spell the same way, right? Oh, ambigrams. How great is that? Am- they were, they were got, one of the original ambigrams long before they've got that kiss movie masks, came out. Chuck, I should buy you a kiss mask. I, I have they've it. got I, every I, mask known to man. I've got the, the uh, Virgin Mary mask. I've got I've got every um, Disney character mask for Sydney. Uh, we've got it all. We've got it all. Masks are great. I'm going to wear them long after COVID. I'm going to be wearing masks because I love it. Oh, <laughs> that it's is true. the note. That is the note. And I think Kiss should pay their crew. They make enough money to pay their crew. Well, Kiss <laughs> should take the revenue from the Kiss masks. And, and give pay it to the crew. crew. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
That won't happen. I have a custom-making uh, website that's on eBay. You can get anything you want. You send the picture in, they send you the mask back. Sometimes I'm going to get a picture of you. I'm going to get a picture of Bob. <laughs> I'm going to wear Bob on my lower face. That would be fantastic. It's so funny. <laughs> Like just have a, just have Peter Grant Led Zeppelin's manager's face over your face. I so wouldn't rough. know who that is. Is he a bearded guy? Is that yeah, why bearded cool? guy. The guy who invented rock and roll managing. Peter right. Grant. Nah. How about a Keith Morris mask with dreadlocks? Oh, that would be. I've cool. got I've got dreadlocks. Bug likes the dreadlocks. I've but got so them I don't. You know, nobody likes wearing masks, but you make it fun. You make it innovative you do something cool about it it makes conversation when i wore the cocaine thing like three people noticed it and they were laughing <laughs> How they not it's on your face <laughs> how about a trevor cute. hey how about a trevor boulder mask with lamb chops hanging off of it who's that trevor Ooh. boulder the <laughs> bass player for uh fresh marcy the 70s he had those big lamb he was, long, he was like young but he had those big lamb I, I think it would be cool if you had some fur like those elvis glasses came yeah. with the fake uh chops on them it'd be yeah, cool or a mask with a nose and glasses too that would be awesome too people yeah people need to be innovative with their masks and make statements yeah. black lives matter and trump for re-election. I think you just hit something, yeah. Mike, right there. If you got those like uh, attitude glasses that weren't aren't really lensed glasses that you yeah. could f fashion a mask out of, they'd be a lot more comfortable. Right. Or glasses with the you know the X-ray specs, zero the spirals on them. You know that would be good. There you go. So let's let's get into drugs for a second. People are <laughs> get into some drugs. People are ODing left and right. You know that. Yes, they are. Right. Yeah. Overdose That's, rate yeah. in the third quarter is like out of control. Yeah. Okay. Overdose. So I had a kid call me that I worked with at a place that I won't mention, but he had a problem, and out of the blue, he calls me. He says, "Man, I kept your number. I've been sober for a year." And I saw a piece of foil and it had a bunch of stuff in it. And I threw it in the in the gutter and I called you immediately. And he says, I, I didn't have anybody else's number. I, that, it was amazing. It was an amazing call. It was an amazing time. I talked to him for an hour. I loved it. That's real life, brother. That was real That's life. That's not Instagram. So that happy. ain't an Instagram post of... of uh, so there's uh, one that um, might not OD. It's connecting with people. And I think people are being right. feeling really disconnected. And even though they have this illusion of connection through the internet, it's not the same. It's not the same as talking to people. It's not. Never going to be the same. No. Never will be. I love you guys. Shout all out right. to everyone all around the world. Don't die. Don't die. Get some treatment if you need it. Give us a call. <laughs> Please. Can, give us know, a give call. Give somebody a call. <laughs> name, man. No, but get some treatment. Yeah. Or, you know, here's the thing. I, all, and Chuck can testify to this. It's way fun being in a rehab now. It's funner than being at home isolated with your family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least you get, least you get to meet new people. All right. Go Good kayaking. night, you guys. Bye. All right. See you later. <laughs>